This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Temptation Islands wrap up over on the Hot Dummies on Island Speed. I am Kirsten McKinnis, and I am back for another season of Temptation Island with Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you? Woo! Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're doing this again. Rob, let us out. It's so exciting. I'm pumped. This is so fun. I'm just happy that now I'm going to have built-in time with you every week again. I have to like FaceTime bomb Kirsten all the time. I just call her randomly and she's like, you have to stop calling me out of the blue. (laughs) I I have never once said that. I said that you're allowed to cold FaceTime me and you're the only person with that privilege. Um, Now, you know, it's a new I season and run Rob, out soon though yeah, Rob actually I don't want to overstay my welcome Rob actually presented me the stable of uh six to seven other podcasters and said they could be your co-host for Temptation Island and I said you're not gonna tempt me <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much I'll have to me and Rob are gonna have to go to Marco Wahlberg about that <laughs> that he was trying to tempt you uh, maybe Michael I, Wahlberg will do some therapy for us, but thank I, you, Kirsten. You are loyal. Would never. I yeah. I'm. I am loyal, and that. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. actually, I sat on my BoJack Horseman podcast recently with Lindsay. Like, I am not a monogamous podcaster. I am an mm-hmm. ethically non-monogamous podcaster. But yeah, she, we're in an open relationship. Yeah, we're in an open relationship and, and the open great. relationships like that are real have like very clear cut rules and boundaries that the people have worked out themselves. The open relationships that we may explore on this season of Temptation Island involve fuck boys who want to do what they want, it seems. So, <laughs> I mean, do any of these relationships actually qualify as an open relationship? I mean, one maybe in the future. But like, uh huh. But I think I don't like, know. that's that's the problem is that I think she is like, I'm trying to see if like when we're apart, I'll be okay with the idea of us like being open. And he's like, we're trying to be open. Like I'm going to sleep with other people in an attempt to be open. And I think that they're just on completely different pages. And you know what? That's good for TV, bad for healthy relationships. Um, but it's TI. What do you expect? You know, (laughs) exactly. Okay. So season four of temptation Island, we're back. Uh, they started this episode, like exactly the same as how the premiere was last season with like the couples come in, they see 
the women's villa. They go to the men's villa. They meet the singles. They spend a night Mm -hmm. apart. They meet the singles for more time. Then they have their farewell dinner. Like that's, Mm -hmm. it's a formula apparently. What did you think of this episode overall? Uh, do you think Mark L. Wahlberg like writes out the outline for the episode and is like, they're going to come in on the gigantic yacht and they're going to toast with the champagne and then they're going to walk down the beach holding hands, like literally shot by shot. I feel as though this is what we watched last season, like shot by yeah. shot. It, except this season, the couples seem to have uh, less rules than the couples last oh. season had. Yeah, I think I'm I'm just going to put it out there. I think every single couple, one of them will cheat on each other at at least. Yeah, so we've got okay, there's four couples, eight people. I'm going to put the over under of 4.5 people cheating and I think it's <laughs> over. What is the point five? Well, because you have to put the over under at a point five so that you're not at a spot where like Ew. I put it at five people and then like mm. what happened? I see. Who's gonna who's gonna be like I choose exactly five? Like I agree. I think that we will have more than one partner in every single couple, which was depressing about last season. Like Kirsten and I realized when Matt Hoffman Hoffman and Brittany Haynes came on that like the joy of the season is the cheating because when they're not just like ridiculously overzealously cheating on each other it's just simply depressing yeah so like the I do think that we're gonna have a lot of fun because I think that these people are going to like these people seem incredibly like resentful of one another i feel is like the number one thing the resentment in the couples is palpable (laughs) a hundred percent and it also feels like we have a little bit more of like i feel like there's some comparisons that could be made to the couples last season too but in like a messier Mm -hmm. way so like we've got okay so it's ashley and is the name pronounced lascelles uh yes i believe Uh uh-huh um Lachelle could be Lachelle Lachelle or Lachelle Mm -hmm. uh can you tell that I watched the show on 1.5x because I was so bored I mean honestly the only reason that I know everybody's name is because I wrote them down and I know one of these couples in real life like everybody else (laughs) they didn't say the name enough like I I was like what's going like honestly I was like long-haired dude who has the hippie yep. girlfriend mm-hmm. and the blonde guy who's creeps me out like that that was how I was like labeling them in my head <laughs> L- yeah literally um okay so we'll learn the names as time goes on but they again are not telling us the names very much so Ashley and, mm-hmm. and Lachelle's are the like long-term couple they've been together forever basically mm-hmm. like seven years I think yes that's what it says and it's described the relationship is described as we got comfortable with each other and I just I feel like this is one of my biggest pet peeves on these shows is when they act like being comfortable with your partner is a bad thing yeah like there's a difference between comfortable and complacent did you watch and just like that the sex in the city reboot 
I haven't had it in my heart um, to watch it, but I am broadly spoiled on most of it uh, by the okay. internet. And if you're about to tell me about Miranda and Steve, I'm, I don't want to hear it. Well, no, what I'm going to say is that I, I didn't watch it, but I've watched this scene um, because I also am like a Sex in the City truther and it felt sacrilegious to watch a dress like that as a Miranda <laughs> girl. But uh, the thing is like Steve... In in that show, spoilers, um, Steve has this whole conversation with Miranda in like the second to last episode where he's like, you say you want this fire, but like this is just what like relationships are. We sit at home, we eat ice cream, we hang out with each other. It's nice. It's comfortable. It's lovely. And so many people who watched it were like, Steve is right. Steve is the one. That's what it is. And I feel like Ashley and Lachelle are like, that's not that's not what we want. We want spice. I don't know why I thought you were going to bring up like the Steve saying he was going to wash his hands before like fingering ran the thing that I heard about. I (laughs) I was like, why? Your mom was never going to say that. (laughs) No, I was never going to bring, I was going to bring up relationship talk. I was not, I was, I was pulling a Mark L. Wahlberg and I think you were pulling one of the single people's uh, lines to everybody. Uh, Hi, I'm Juicy, and that's definitely my name. She literally, her tag is Juicy. When she shows up, it says, like, Juicy. (laughs) But that's not her real name, because that's not how she's listed on the website. Yeah, her real name. I wrote it down in in the single section, but yeah. Yeah, We'll get get to Juicy later. Oh, my God. Um, I know I can't I can't um so yeah I feel like um Ashley and Lachelle are like the couple that I just want them to be happy and I would love for things to work out for them but if it also means mm-hmm. that they have to be happy with other people I'll take that too I just I instantly got like protect them wrap them in a blanket vibes I did too until he was around all the single women and was like, I'm very secure in myself. I'm a very secure person. And I was like, oh, he's like trying to impress these girls. Like he wants to have sex with them right now. If he could, like, I feel like he's going to cheat on her for sure. I just I, want I feel the best like for them. Of course. And you know, I will say last season, I was like super, super down on Julian. The first couple episodes, Julian and Kristen, the people who have been together for forever. I was super down on him the first couple episodes. And then like throughout the season, obviously, like we were like, yay, I'm so glad that they worked it out. And like they're together and it's great. But so hopefully I'm wrong in this situation, but I I don't know. I feel like he's ready well, to uh, spread his wings. I mean, I think that the Julian Kristen comparison is not entirely apt because the Julian Kristen thing was like Kristen wanted to be there to prove something. And Julian was just mm-hmm. sad the whole time. Whereas I think that <laughs> um, in this situation, they're both, I think, way too happy to be there. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. They both are like, woohoo, fun time. Um, yeah, yeah and I just realized literally just now that um, her name is Ashley and then the other girl is Ash. And I'm sure her name is actually Ashley, but they were like, you can't go by Ashley on the show because there can't be two Ashleys. It's the two Ashleys and they could be like, scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, um, gosh. So I guess we could, we, that's a great uh, segue to jump into talking about Ash and Hania. Ha- what? Hania. Hania, I believe. Again, I called him long haired guy who wants the to problem open is, my head. is I think they said everyone's name one time and then it was yes. just in the lower third. And I mm-hmm. don't I only know how to read if it's a word I've never heard before. I'm just gonna make it up. Yes. So I apologize. Yes. We'll we'll get it right by the next the next recording. We will. We promise. We Hania? respect you and your a, reality like television that. prowess. It's it's hard, you know. Mm-hmm. I like the it name is. Hanya. Um, so they're both artists and they've been together for a year and a half. And they came on the island because they are about to start a long distance relationship because Ash is going to move to New York. They're from Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. And Hania, Hania, H, wants to explore <laughs> an open relationship if she is going to move. So, um, Ash at the beginning was like when they were literally sitting on the boat, Ash was like, oh, I can't wait to be like open to this experience. And then like shoots a daggering look at H and is like, but not too open. And he was like, okay, all right, fine. I know what you mean. So like I am getting the the idea that she does not want an open relationship. And she's like dipping her toe into the water and is mess- being messy about it. They're both being messy about it. I think they here's my hot take about this couple okay were they ever really dating i think that this could just be fake uh so i also we thought thomas and chelsea were fake last year and they're like still together listen there are lots of pr relationships in this world it's just because thomas and chelsea don't have much influence doesn't mean it's it's real uh so okay so this couple i guess we should have done this for the last couple um but we'll get back to that in a second. So I've pulled up their, um, on the USA Network.com, uh, their cast bio as a couple. And I just love that they do a cast bio as a couple here. So yes. Ash and Hanya have been together for 1.5 years. They initially met through mutual friends and H tried to slide into Ash's DMs, but Ash never responded until they matched on a dating app. They instantly fell for each other and spent over 12 hours on the first date talking about their lives. They're extremely passionate. Okay, I do need you to pause because I know that you're saying this as though like, this can't be real. This sounds like every single interaction any of my friends have in Bushwick. Like they go on 12 hour long dates and are like, wow. And then are like, like, I feel like this is very like, because they're both artists. No, he's a garden designer. His job is garden (laughs) designer. This man is a landscaper. For sure. He mows lawns for money. Or he works for one of those companies (laughs) where you go door to door with the freaking aerator and you make 25 bucks a house. This man, mm -mm, I'm not buying it. Okay. No, that's fair. That's actually really fair. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I didn't realize he was a landscaper. (laughs) I mean, it says garden designer, so it could be, you know, a little fancier than that. But still, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. If someone tries to, like, this man is 30. When they met, he was 28. I'm 29 now. If someone tried to take me on a 12-hour first date, I would call the police. Like, I've been kidnapped. This is not okay. And your friends in yeah. Bushwick need help. I mean, I'm not denying that <laughs> part. 
<laughs> look, but I do feel like there is like a, it's like, well, people are like, oh, the date went so well. We just never wanted it to end. But like, I don't know you like that. So I would like to go home and like reassess and talk to my roommate about you and make sure that Literally. you aren't going to kill me before I go on another date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, perfect. You passed the test. You didn't murder me this time. Uh-huh. Now let's have some separation. Let me think about mm-hmm. this. Let me talk to all my friends and tell them how mm-hmm. it went and see mm-hmm. how I feel, you know? Cause mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times in like early dating situations, when you're actually with the person, it feels amazing. But then when you're mm-hmm. not with them, you're like, Oh, but what does it mean? And then you're stressed. And if you're stressed, mm-hmm. That's a sign that there's a problem that you just aren't recognizing. Yes. I've learned so much disagree. in the past year, Maggie. I'm so wise now compared you to are. You not are. like wise, but like comparatively, I'm wise. No, for, well, there's been experiences that you've had. So I do think <sighs> that there's definitely value in that. I just think that these folks, from like looking at them, Probably had like intense chemistry right away. She, okay, I have a question. Do you think mm-hmm. that um, she has a scar on her forehead or do you think that it's like a white tattoo? Oh, Lord. I got to tell you, I never noticed anything on her face. Oh, it's beautiful. What? Where is it? I don't see it. I think it must be a scar because I think they photoshopped it in the cast photo. Oh, really? I I like it a lot. I thought maybe it was a tattoo. I think that it's beautiful. It's like a little, it looks sort of like a crescent moon, but it's like under, like it's a little turned. I think I like it. I mean, I thought maybe it was a choice because she seems super cool. So I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was an aesthetic choice. Yeah, face Um, tattoos really are everywhere now. Yeah, and and she's an artist, so I was like, maybe it's just like something that she did. But if it's a scar, either way, I really love it. I think it makes her like she's super beautiful and interesting. And I just thought that it was like an interesting feature that she has. I I want to know what her scroll like her script tattoo says. I'm sure we can find it. We gotta find her on Instagram. It says I hold it in the space between my heart, and it's along her collarbone. Hmm. I like that. Basic as hell. Sorry, Megan. (laughs) You know, I know being basic is not bad. Being basic is not bad. I'm basic as hell too. Same. Um, I have those rollers. I have that hair dryer. Not the really expensive one. The the cheaper version. I have that hair dryer that gives you a blowout. That's yes. I have that. Not the Revlon. The Conair. But so being basic, you know, exactly. Agreed. Um, so that's them. I think that yes. there's no way he doesn't cheat on her immediately. And then I see her revenge cheating on him. I honestly, I could see them both like within 12 hours hooking up with someone else. They don't even need a, Absolutely. Like a fire, fireside chat. What do they call them? The bonfires? Bonfires. They don't even fireside need a chat. <laughs> <laughs> like FDR. <laughs> What's so different from Temptation Island and FDR? Markel Wahlberg, man. Okay. I got a text. I got a text from my friend, Kirsten, being like, I found a podcast that Markel Wahlberg was on, and it appears as though the person just DM'd them on Twitter. Like, you and Kirsten should try to get Markel Wahlberg on the podcast. And I was like, you know, I will talk it 
over with her and see. Yeah, but what do we have to talk about with Marco Wahlberg? Like, how does it feel being the second most famous person named Mark Wahlberg? Like, I was going to say, like, I'm not sure that he would enjoy his show that he takes super seriously being on a hot dummies on island speed. Like, I don't think well, he we would appreciate tell that, him that. at all. Like, well, we can't tell him that. It. No, he's, he's, he's going to see it when it comes no. out. Well, you think he's going to know? No, he would never know. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I think he would think probably just be. Say, all this to say is perhaps he will not be getting an interview uh, from us on the pod. I mean, I'll slide into his DMs right now. I don't care. No, not right now. Let's wait a little. Let's wait okay. until later in the season. Okay. Maybe it'll be a wrap up. Maybe he can listen to my mom's thoughts and uh <laughs> so wait, we're gonna bring him on on the one your mom comes on for? No, the one after. We'll do oh, like okay. a, he'll he'll be after the reunion. He'll be like a <laughs> season roundup pod with Markel Wahlberg. Okay. Like you know true what? journalists. We'll tr- we'll try it out. We'll we'll try it out. Um mm-hmm. okay, so uh, our third starting couple, we've got Iris and Luke, and they mm-hmm. are a very attractive couple. Mostly her, but he, I'm letting you know right now, Kirsten, I don't think agrees with me. When I tell you I get the worst vibes from him, perhaps ever, I mean it. Like, I literally was like viscerally, like, nope, immediately no. He is... Like, the fact that he even said, like, yeah, I just get so insecure because Iris is so beautiful and people always want to talk to her. So then I react by reaching out to my old exes, which is not the right way to do it. Hardy har har. And it's like, okay, so basically all in one phrase, you're saying uh, your girlfriend is too pretty and you're insecure about it. So you're going to try to make her insecure by reaching out to other girls. And then you're going to like joke about it as though it's not like deeply manipulative behavior. He sat next to her and said that to a television camera. He said, yeah, yeah, I ain't shit. And so I flirt with other girls. Like I, I, like, I don't think he's a good boyfriend at all. No. But I also just like, I don't get good vibes from him, but I don't get like overwhelming, like worst person ever vibes from him. So like, I'm just hoping that he creates some drama and that they leave separate. I hope that like three out of four couples break up at the end of the season. I think that he gives me the vibes. I think maybe why he's like triggering to me is that like he like she is out of his league, right? Oh, yeah. He knows. And he knows that. So in order to make himself feel better about it, it seems as though his strategy has been to make her feel insecure and make her feel like he is out of her league, which is just like I have like an extreme visceral hatred towards anyone who would do something like that. So I am like deeply... Why I, I just like have immediate immediate bad vibes from him. I'll talk about it when we get to the singles, but like to literally try and fight one of the guys coming down the runway awkwardly, like sir, sit down. Like I can't with him. I really, I, really don't like him already. I, I googled to get her Instagram. I can't to the Wi-Fi oh network. my god! You might want to check the connection <laughs> settings in the Google Home app. <laughs> well, that was terrifying. Nobody asked you. 
Um, so I, I went to go find her Instagram so I could see what's going mm-hmm. on. She, because they're both listed as, uh, quote, entrepreneurs, which I think means mm-hmm. multi-level marketing or social media. Unemployed. Otherwise, yeah. or mm-hmm. unemployed. Um, mm-hmm. and so I've, I found her Instagram, but in the search, I found the top headline is Temptation Island season four. Fans advise Iris to dump Luke. Say he gives out douche vibes. He does! Literally, he there's does. a photo of them. Kirsten, there was a photo of them on a boat, and he is wearing a flat-brimmed snapback hat and has a corona in his hand, and is making, he's not smiling, he's making, like, one of those faces where he's, like, smiling with his mouth open, and his eyebrows are raised really high, and he's like, Ugh. and I was he, just like, no, no, get him away from you, Iris. Yeah, I don't like him, I can't. but I, he douche vibes to the max. I don't think max, but he's pretty up there. I would like you to turn your attention, Maggie, to your Facebook message of where I just sent like the photo that this article used, which makes Luke look so much worse than normal. And I'm crying. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Iris has 40,000 yep. followers. Um they're probably unemployed or maybe into multi-level marketing, but uh, it says that she they both have jealousy issues. Yeah, if she had 40K, maybe she worked on social media. Like, maybe she's, like, influencing. Yeah, or you can make money she doing that. bought followers. Oh, is that real? I mean, people do that. I don't know if she did. Mm. It's hard to say. Like, uh, the best way to look is, like, when you go to someone's pictures and see how many likes they get, because I guess somebody has like 40,000 followers, but their pictures get like 100 likes. It's like, OK, well, you probably bought your followers, but mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have time yes. to count how many people fo- liked her pictures. It seems sure. like influencer stuff. She's very well, beautiful. She is beautiful. I refuse um, to look up Luke. I don't need to. It's none of my he business also, what like, he does on social media. In that like opening thing when they're like packing, talking about where they're going, like he's in a black tank top. Like I just, ugh, gosh, there's just like certain things. Well, that are and red it also to me. It also says on their bio, which I don't remember seeing in the show, but like it absolutely could have been in the show and I just disassociated or something Mm -hmm. that Luke has asked for a break from the relationship two times in the past. She said that they broke up twice their first year, but she did not say that like he broke up with her twice. So I, I no wonder she feels insecure in the relationship if he's trying to break up with her a bunch of times. Yeah. Like that would make anyone feel insecure. Nobody's feeling good about having multiple breaks. Uh, not good. Um, okay, so but yeah. The last, the last couple. Anything else on them? Oh, no, no. I was just going to say it's take, take it away, Maggie. Okay, so the last couple are Jillian and Edgar. And these are the two that I know from college. So when I was a senior in college, Edgar was a freshman. And we interacted very little. I I think I knew who he was because he auditioned and got into the acting program, which is what I was in. And then Jillian was there the year after I left. But I knew who she was because she's originally from New York and she would come to work the alumni events in New York over her spring break. And I lived 
in New York. So I would see her there. And like, she's clearly like very distinctive. She's a gorgeous person and she's got her beautiful curly hair. So like, I was always like, oh yes, you're Jillian. Like I just knew who she was and she was always super sweet to me. And I knew that they were dating um, in college and I just was like completely shocked when I found out that they were on the season. I was like, oh my gosh, what? what like, I, I had no, I was not expecting it. Yeah, when I got a text from you that you know one of the couples in real life, actually it was probably a voice memo knowing us. I was just yeah, absolutely floored. And so obviously to you, these are real people that you know in the world. But to yes. me, they're reality TV characters. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I'm simply going to have to be the way I normally am. So first of all, sure. Um Jillian says that Edgar swept her off her feet with his old school charm. I see no old school charm. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> like he looks, he lo- I'm not going to lie next to all of these like people in their thirties. He does look like he's 17. <laughs> yeah, he's 23. <laughs> yes. They're both like, like really young. <laughs> yeah. She's 21 and he is 23. And mm-hmm. I just think that the fact that they went on Temptation Island at these ages goes to show that they have no good parental influence in their life. There is nobody looking out for these two. There is not one person in the world being like, I care about your best interests because nobody should be allowed to be on reality TV when they're like 21 and or at all on Temptation Island. Like this should be illegal. <laughs> what we're watching. Let's call up Marco Wahlberg and like tell him, you know, like you should not have cast these 21 year olds. I texted my mom and asked her opinion on them. And she just texted me back young and immature. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. And so, like, I just think that there's no way that they get through this without one or both of them cheating. Cause they're just young. Like to when like to be 21 and like in a house with endless alcohol and to be on television surrounded by a bunch of like attractive people like of course you're gonna like do something stupid that's like the memo of being 21 you know these two are here for their own good to break up I guess uh (laughs) I just, it makes me, like, Maggie, how old does it make you feel that someone who started college after you graduated is old enough to be on reality TV? Honestly, the only moment that I was like, oh, was when they were on that boat drinking champagne. I was like, is she 21? <laughs> I was like, oh, is she allowed to drink alcohol? Um, But yeah, no, I mean, of course I feel old. But like, but this is like reality TV's bread and butter, though. Like, they put young people on tv to like do dumb stuff because that's like what what they you know that's what they get out of it but like i you can tell you know both of them are performers they went through the performance program and i just want to say like you can tell that both of them like know how to work a camera like already they were like both like when they were leaving and she was crying and she was like nobody compares to you how sexy you are I was like yes Jillian work the camera work this like it's just very clear that like they they're I feel like they're gonna like perform this season you know yeah no they're they are performing I don't know that I believe a lot of mm-hmm. it but you know what that's why they went through the the theater program so they can act uh, <laughs> I don't know I I'm I'm optimistic about the season but uh I don't 
I don't like. I, mean, like I think they're both. My prediction is that they're both going to cheat on each other. Oh, and I, I know they are because both of them were yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I already met someone who's cool." Like, as a friend. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Stop it! No, you didn't. You didn't make a <laughs> friend. Get out of here. They both willingly said to each other, I met a new friend who is cool. <laughs> a friend on Temptation Island. You it's like someone's like, how did you meet your best friend? Like, oh, on this show Temptation Island where they were trying to have sex with me the whole season. And then we just yeah. became best friends. That was all. Like, <laughs> the only friendships being born on Temptation Island is I'm assuming that these four women are hopefully going to be friends because um, I like that. Yeah. And then, like, maybe yeah. some other women in the yeah. other side will become friends. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, <laughs> well, I think that already it's just like a mess because both of them, when they were talking about like their rules, they were both like, well, there's no reason anything should go further than a kiss. But it's like, Okay, so you're saying you're allowed to kiss, but then what if you're making out? Is somebody going to get mad and then be like, well, screw them. I'm like, what if there's groping? What if they're like, to say you're allowed to kiss? Like, I think it only snowballs from there. I have a feeling that they're, they're not going to last long. I will be shocked if they leave the island together. Just because like to be 21 and 23 on this reality show, like, you know, there's no way. So, Maggie, what you're saying is that kissing is the gateway affection. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Because if you have a good kiss, uh, well, but honestly, I do kind of agree. I do kind of agree with what they're saying because, some, like, if you are kissing someone and, like, you can be actively either turned on or turned off. Like, there have been people who I've been like, yes. And then we kiss and I'm like, no, I'm done. No more. You know, or people who I like wasn't sure that I was into. And then we kissed and I was like, this is great. Let's keep it moving. You know, so, fair enough. maybe that is true. Um, before we move into these singles and the rest of the show, we're just going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Yay. What's up? Um, okay. So did anything, like literally did anything notable I guess while the singles come in, notable stuff happens. Okay, so they go to the men's villa. Mm -hmm. And the singles are coming in. Mm -hmm. And just like last season, it's like a little, it's like a little runway. And you walk up and then you say some sort of quippy line. And then you, I guess, verbally harass the the other, the the couples. And then you leave. Yeah, I mean... Also, like, they pick people who have no experience clearly walking a runway because everyone is so awkward. Like, it's so awkward watching them walk up and then say these lines that, like, I wonder if Mark Wahlberg himself wrote these lines for these people. Okay, can we... I know this isn't the order it happened in, but the only person who actually stuck out to me was Ray Rock. (laughs) Yeah. Now, his real name is Orazio. Oh, but he really? goes by Ray Rock. Wow. I His mean, last name is also not Rock, in case you were wondering. You know, maybe we'll learn why. Maybe he'll make a connection with someone and we'll learn why. <laughs> I mean, like, he literally, I feel like he was trying to actually fight Edgar for real. No, for real. It was wild. And and Edgar was like, Edgar was like, all right, try, bro. Go ahead and try it. Go yeah. ahead and try it. And he was Come like, punch yeah. me. Like, I was like, these boys are chirping at each other. And I say boys because that's how it felt. Like little boys chirping back at each other. Yeah. It was like middle school hockey uh, vibes is what I yes. got from it. Oh my like, gosh. That's a great way to put it. Right? And Ray is like, everybody get loud. And all of the singles cheer. And then oh. um, Jillian is like, ugh. That is too much. I did like how Jillian, like you're literally on Temptation Island, but then when basically anything happened, she's like, ugh, that's not for me. That's too much. What did you (laughs) think was going to happen? I don't know. (laughs) Um, Okay. I also feel like um, Andrew came out uh, you know, really posturing for Iris, uh, and like pointed at her and stared her down. It was, it was wild. <laughs> if anybody looked at me like that again, I would simply call the authorities because it's a problem. But I really liked how. Uh, so Luke gets furious. Like all of these men in the relationships get furious when they see someone else interested in their girlfriend, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Hello, you're on Temptation Island. But what I loved was, I think it was Edgar who goes, he kind of looks like he could be your cousin. Because he yes. does. He, he does. does. Like, I feel like, honestly, Luke, you got to worry about Andrew. Because if she has a type, he is going to be her type. There was there was another girl or another guy who was so funny to me because I was watching it with my friends. And he came out and was like, Hey, it was Taylor and he had the long blonde hair and he was like, Hey ladies, mm-hmm. I'm Taylor. I'm from South Florida. I hope you enjoy sitting next to your girlfriends now because the next time you see me, they'll be sitting next to me telling me how shitty you are. And it was like so convoluted and he like really stumbled over his words to say it. And I was like, Taylor, 
Taylor just stop and turn around and go back. Just be like, hey, I'm Taylor. Bye. Like, he, it was just I, so weird and convoluted. And even Marshall yeah. Wahlberg was like, wow. Right to the point. <laughs> like, li- like, listen, he's he's not wrong. The, these mm-hmm. men are probably going to see the women complaining to someone about how, like, shitty they are. But he did mm-hmm. not put it well. Um, Taylor's a fitness instructor from Papano Beach in Florida. And his bio is so short. He is the ultimate life of the party with a big heart, a social butterfly whose last relationship proved too controlling. This fitness instructor and proud dog dad is looking to meet new people and break the relationship uh. that failed him in the past. I'm sorry. So who was controlling Taylor? Was it you or was it the ex? Because this bio does not. I don't know. I I proud I, he gives dog me, dad. Proud dog proud, dad gives hey, you the ick. Well, I'm a proud cat mom. Sure, but you would not write that in your dating bio on reality television. Well, I'll make it my Instagram bio right now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I don't know. I just like. I feel like. Okay, no, this is good. my problem that I've worked out about all of this. And I have figured out why this show in itself is like so cringy to me is because like I, me and Laura talked about this actually recently. Laura, who was on the pod last season, who was watching. So hopefully yeah, Laura, we'll get her on the pod again this season. Laura, who I'm obsessed with now at this point. Yeah. Like, parasocial Instagram. Absolutely. Is it parasocial if you guys are friends in real life? That is well, we haven't met in real you. life yet. Neither have we. I just feel like we've met more in real life than me and Laura have. <laughs> sure. Um, I guess Laura she, does have like, my home address. So I guess it's, it's exactly. pretty serious. There you go. I don't have your home address. Um, but anyways, I get embarrassed so easily, especially when it comes to like things of a sexual nature. I get like so shy and embarrassed immediately it takes very little so all of these people doing stuff like this like the guy who came out and was like hey i'm justin i'm 25 and if you think i'm a big guy wait until you see my points to his junk heart like that sort of thing like i would have had to roll out of my seat and roll away into the ocean like that embarrassed me so much like to my core see i was like Congratulations, bro. You have nothing to offer the world except your body, I guess. That sucks. Well, like, no, I found that profoundly sad. He said he has a big heart. Person. Yeah, he probably physically does have a larger heart than the average person. <laughs> He's a big guy. That's a lot of blood to pump. <laughs> That is fucking funny. That is so funny. I'm sorry. We didn't even talk. Can I swear? Yeah. I got Lucy Goosey with Jacob on the Salt Lake City I mean, podcast. We would swear all the time. So listen, I'm the one. I, I don't care. I mean, Rob will probably okay. listen. So we should try to keep it like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, actually, Rob probably won't listen, but I'm going to pretend that he will just to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, podcast dad is proud of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um wait we do also need to talk about this person um yes. the girl who said she was a tarot card reader <laughs> which one was that 
Um, hold on. I wrote it down. Um, she said tear it. She's, she's gorgeous. I mean, she, I thought is like, yeah, she is stunning. Absolutely stunning. Do you want to tell, you want to know what her job is though? Is that a tarot card Rito? Rito? Reader? (laughs) It's a model slash waitress. Well, she could be a model. She's gorgeous. Wait, 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 wait. After being cheated on by her high school sweetheart, model Chrysalin refuses to settle for less. Less, she refuses hmm. to settle for less than being cheated on. The best doesn't make any sense. Less than me cheat on, so she's going after a guy who will be currently cheating on his partner. Uh, if, if she gets, if he gets um, with her, she is a self-proclaimed like, spiritualist who turns to tarot cards and birth charts to understand the men she dates. Tarot cards, Kirsten. Well, th- I sorry, I can read, so I said tarot. <laughs> I also heard that's a type of leaf in uh, Fiji. Oh gosh! Well, I, literally, I was like, if you are billing yourself as a tarot card reader and you say tarot, this is a terrible sign for your business or for your legitimacy. That's all I have to say. It's yeah, big like saying tortilla energy. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Oh my God. That's amazing. Okay. okay the last person. Oh, oh I, I did really want to talk about Tommy the firefighter. Oh, yes, please. Let's talk about Tommy the firefighter. Because Tommy the firefighter is the only one on this show that I got a text from my mom saying he is cute. And we all know my mom thought Corey from last season was cute. So she thought the firefighter was adorable. I think I must be watching a different show than Mary. Look, I think that she she liked him because when he came out, he wasn't pointing at his junk or trying to fight one of the other guys. And he all he said that he fights fires, but here on the island, he's looking for someone to set my heart ablaze. And all the girls went, aww, like that to him. And I think my mom fell under that spell. Well, and he's a homeowner, so, you know, if you really want to set yourself up for future success, <laughs> that's a good one. For real. Also, that's why I was like, okay, Jillian, iconic, trying to figure out how this guy has so much money. Immediately being like, where's your money from? <laughs> yeah, nothing classier than instantly asking people how they have money. <laughs> she gave the disclaimer. She said not to be crude, but, you know, get right to it, girl. Figure out who okay, you want to um- talk to. So for the women who came out, which one called themselves Juicy? Because I do not recognize her in these pictures. Um, hold on. I wrote it down. Um, there's a girl who referenced Alexa, which I don't want to make yours uh, pop up I don't again. know. Mine's, mine's not an Alexa. Yeah, so there's okay. uh, Alexa Madeline. walks out. Okay, perfect. Yeah, Alexa walks out and she's like, after your boy meets me, he won't just be saying, hi, Alexa. And I was like, why are you st-? like. Like, I that's a name had to have had a terrible comedian write these jokes for them, right? I know. I think what happened is producers were like, OK, what are you thinking? What are you going to say when you walk out? And then the people said this and the producers encouraged them to say the dumbest shit they've ever heard because we can then make fun of them. Yeah, I, I just right. I feel like it's like on The Bachelor when someone's like, yeah, I want to come out uh, dressed as a penis or something. And then they're like, yeah, we'll do that. 
I don't know if that's ever actually been a costume on The Bachelor because I stopped watching it to protect my peace. Somehow I'm yeah, still I don't here. Watch it um, <laughs> yeah, you just have to watch Temptation Island. Yeah, nothing better to protect your peace than Temptation Island. Curse. Then listen, I watch enough of this bullshit that there's a whole podcast feed about hot dummies on islands. I don't have any peace left to protect. I know. I love it. Um, okay, so it. Madeline is juicy. Yes. Like that's Madeline her name. I'm juicy. not making a comment on her physical appearance. Mm-hmm. She calls herself juicy. That is the she name said, she's given herself. She said, hi, I'm juicy. That's her name. We'll we'll need to get Chappelle to watch a couple episodes to give his opinion on this. Oh, 1,000%. We're going to have fabulous guests. Do you think we could cyber bully Chappelle into coming on this? Yes, 100%. I think that we don't have to. I think all it will take is a text. No, (laughs) I think we'll have to to cyber bully him to watch this show. I don't know. I feel like Chappelle has been wanting uh, to podcast with me. So I feel like I could send him a text with a pleading eye emoji and and he'll come on. I think maybe I could tempt him. Well, if you try to replace me. Well, uh, I can't be tempted from you, Kirsten. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll I'll tempt him to be our third. You know? You know that Chappelle loves that. I do. That's why I said it. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. Um, Did any of the other singles like say anything of the only other one that I can think of is the roller skater girl. And which girl was that? Her name. Is it Riley? No, her name was Liv. She's a roller skater. And Laura texted me and said, how is that a profession? How is roller skater an accepted profession? Well, she's out there uh, doing it the same way card reading is is a profession. When you click on her, it says model slash professional roller skater. I would love to know what that means. How do you do that? Me too. Me too. I wonder if she does music videos. Is professional roller skating a thing? There are international synchronized skating competitions at the senior level. Wow. I don't know how you become a pro roller skater. Hmm. I don't know. Um, But she's, I think, mostly a model who knows how to roller skate because she learned during COVID is my guess. Same. Because I think a lot of people did that. I think that, um, so obviously based on last season, we know that we're not going to get to know a vast majority of these people um, Mm -hmm. because they just won't be relevant. So I wanted to Mm -hmm. queue up two people, one of which is Riley, who's one of the girls. And I think that she is so cute. Like she, I I just think she's so cute. She didn't get an introduction. She didn't get an introduction, but I'm looking on the cast photos and I just think she's so cute from the uh-huh. cast photos. And then from the cast photos, there's um, from the men's side, Mike Melnick. Now I've tweeted out his cast photo and bio because I am so confused by every part of it. But I think uh-huh. that he is one of the like scariest people I've ever seen in my life on reality TV. Why? Oh my gosh, I need I, to go and look because if he wasn't he on the just, episode... I he just like I think it's like the haircut, the face, the like picture, like and also many of these pictures are like 
totally out of focus and just a little blurry, mm-hmm. which does not make it easy to know what someone looks like. But his picture just. Oh, you know, know who he looks like? He looks like that guy from SNL who plays um like Donald Trump Jr. The guy, Alex, Alex Moffat, I think is his name or maybe not. But there's a guy on SNL who looks just like this guy. I mean, I think, wait, and who does Alex Moffat play on SNL? Like Donald Trump Jr. See, I feel like this Mike guy looks more like Donald Trump Jr. than Alex Moffat. Well, <laughs> you know. But who's, you're right. Same family. Same same yeah, situation. Same here. vibe. Same aesthetic going on. Um, okay, amazing. So we met the people and then the couples are separated just for the night. It's just one mm-hmm. night. See what it's like to be alone. And we got like nothing really of what mm-hmm. it was like until the following morning when they each got a party with mm-hmm. the singles of the opposite gender. Yeah. And they like the girls were talking to the guys and my mom texted me this. And I do think that it's like super interesting of note. She said, um, it's always so interesting. The guys try to make an emotional connection with the girls right away. And the single girls are super touchy and feely with the guys. And I swear to God, the guy at Hanya, four women were like touching his chest in the first clip of him. I was like, oh my gosh, get off of him. Like, stop touching people you don't know. Has COVID taught you nothing? Okay, well, they they all quarantined, first of all. And so they're probably feeling really ramped up because of that. Um, And also, Mm -hmm. uh, we can't sit here and beg for the singles to go to the academy and learn how to (laughs) uh, break up relationships and then get mad at them for being too physical and being strategic. So I'm going to have to endorse their behavior, even though I personally would not do that. You're right. You know what? Honestly, thank you for putting me in my place. That's what they're here to do. <laughs> they're here to tempt them. And that's what they should be doing. They should. Drama. <laughs> drama. Exactly. That's what we want. But it's like, I don't know. I just like, I, I, I don't know. I just didn't. I found it very boring that they were just like chilling, drinking champagne in the morning. Mm-hmm. I the one thing of note really well one the guy uh what was his name who rocks Roy no that's a guy from Survivor Ray What's Rock guy's name Ray Rock um we're dancing and Jillian in her <laughs> confessional I thought it was funny she was like yeah it's not my type not not for me no no um, I just then- think like when Ray came out Jillian said out loud in front of everyone, oh, that's too much. And then he Mm -hmm. doubled down to be like, I'm going to keep trying to pursue Jillian and let's do a little twirl. Uh Uh-huh. And she was like, nope, not for me. And like looking at her boyfriend, like Edgar seems very sweet and like chill and more shy. So you would think that that's like the type of person that she's into. So it's not shocking that she doesn't want the guy who's trying to, uh, raise the party and literally when all the guys came in he was like girls shots now up in the villa and like rallied them all he just seems so obnoxious 
Yeah, I think that he's probably going to get into some sort of confrontation and get sent home. Like, I don't see him being an actual legitimate <laughs> option for anyone. Like, I think it's going to be like that guy last year who was just mm-hmm. vibing. We we enjoyed him. We thought he was funny. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's like, well, the fuck these women if they don't want to date me. Like, they aren't even hot. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. Well, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I remember. Who's the Dr. Blake amongst the crew? Do you have one yet? Probably Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, the one who said about his heart. He's got a big, big heart. Um. Oh, God. And I don't even know. I don't, like, I feel like they didn't let us get to know anyone well enough that I could have instant vibes like I did last year with Dr. Blake. There is a man named Blake on this season, though. Uh-oh. But not Dr. Blake. No, he's a bartender. Um, he's not a dentist. I also think we need to stop calling Dr. Blake Dr. Blake because, again, he's a dentist. He's a, a DND. Oh, gosh. Okay, the last thing I did want to say is that the the one interesting thing I thought that came out of this was Ash telling Justin that girls hit on her boyfriend when she's next to them, next to him, and he will introduce her to the girls who are hitting on him as her friend. And not her girlfriend. If that's not the most horrifying behavior I have ever heard, could you imagine standing next to your boyfriend while he's getting hit on? And then he turns to the girls and is like, oh, this is my friend, Kirsten. Like, what do you do in that? Exactly. You you break up with that person because that's messed up. That is like horrifying behavior. Oh goodness. Literally. Um I don't so, even know. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The, then we move on to the last sequence of events of the episode, which is Mark L. Wahlberg doing therapy with all of the couples at dinner. Um, yes. And basically we get the reveal. Edgar says that he and Jillian have both broken trust before, which I interpret to mean that they both um, have been tempted in the past, perhaps. Um, Successfully even. Successfully tempted. Um, which again is just like this is going to be a train wreck waiting to happen, and um, I can't wait. Hanya and Ash are both crying, and Ash like is weeping, weeping. Like, like Ash is full weeping, like 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 water spilling out of her eyes, weeping. Like not the way that Jillian was crying at the end, where she was like kind of like wine crying. Like Ash was like 
full weeping. And she was just saying that she wants to know if they can make the long distance work. And I, I mean, what better way to make long distance work than going to an island specifically set up for you and your partner to have sex with other people? Yeah, because that's what long distance means. Uh-huh. That's how it works. I don't, like, I, I just, I feel like if you are in a relationship and one person is really into the idea of an open relationship and mm-hmm. you are not at least like curious about it, like let's talk about mm-hmm. it more, then you have a fundamental incompatibility. Yes, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with an open relationship, but uh, the key to an open relationship is that both parties are consenting and there yes. are uh, very strong rules and boundaries. Liter- the, yes, exactly. Clearly communicated. Um, you have to. Also, Hanya said to Ash uh, when he was like crying and talking to Mark Wahlberg, he said, I don't mean to be cliche, but uh, when there's a will, there's a way. And he meant to say cliche. And I just thought that that was funny. I don't mean to be cliche. <laughs> but I, you can't write this stuff. I don't know. Like, and I feel like uh, last season at this point, all of the couples mostly were sitting down being like, here's the rules. Here's what we can do. Here's what we can't do. They had their mournful mm-hmm. goodbye and they left. And this time, Mark Wahlberg was acting like Jeff Probst when he said, this is where stuff dies. Yes. He's like, yes, now say goodbye. You, this might be the last kiss you ever have. You may never <laughs> see each other again. And I'm like, they're at least going to see each other at the end, Mark. Yeah, they have a final bonfire. Um, a final fireside it- chat. Yeah, final fireside chat. <laughs> um, also, like, Marco Wahlberg, like, really, really, like, is trying to, like, play therapist here with Luke. He's like, so tell me about your family. And Luke, like, starts to cry. And he's like, that's the vulnerability that Iris wants to see. Now separate for six weeks and not speak to each other. <laughs> like, it's like a twisted, like... Therapist. It's like Jigsaw being like, want to play a game? Like, let me make you yes. cry and then separate you. Stop it. Yes. I don't know. He takes it so seriously. And I know that at moments, both of us have found that to be like a very nice thing that he does. Mm-hmm. And like in moments, it's good and welcome. But mm-hmm. in this episode, it just was not hitting the mark for me because I don't really believe in any of these couples. It doesn't feel like there's a gravitas or a seriousness because thankfully, knock on wood, none of them seem to be outright abusers from episode one, like last year when God, Kendall was like not. the worst man alive. So mm-hmm. it just feels lighter. It feels like such a lighter mm-hmm. experience than last year. But Mark Wahlberg yes. did not get the memo. He is still taking it as seriously as last time. Completely agree because like it's lighter because we have a strong sense that probably everybody's going to cheat. My mom has a prediction on who Ooh. she thinks is going to cheat first. She thinks it's going to be Hanya. She thinks he's going to cheat in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> he probably she already just, has and we haven't seen it. I would I, I completely co-sign that. Yeah, I would not be shocked. Um, but that's how we felt about Kendall, too. We were like, he literally is like pushing Erica out the door so that he can cheat on her. Um, and I just thought, I'm not going to lie, the end when Jillian and Edgar were crying, talking about friends, I was like, if this is what's to come we're in for a ride we are in for a ride (laughs) yeah it's a lot but you know what it's gonna be worth it 
Um, totally. And that, I like that's truly like that's the that's the first episode. Truly, nothing happened. Yep. We just met some of the people, not even all of them. Uh huh. Yeah, but I feel like this is always going to be the first episode of Temptation Island because like you, they need you to yeah. be at least like a little invested in them as a couple, so that when they break right. the trust, it's like shocking. But unfortunately, all of these couples, I feel like, are doomed to fail in one way or another. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that we're in for it, Kirsten. I do. Amazing. I can't wait. I know you said at the start you're excited to have built in time with me. I'm excited to talk to you every week for whatever, too, like, yeah. 10 to 12, however many weeks it's going to be. So I'm very excited for that. Um, you have teased us with some merry thoughts. Would you like to share those? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been sprinkling them a little bit in throughout. Well, are there any that we missed? Yes. So my mom said, hate to say it, but I'm not sure any of them go home together. Maybe Ashley and LaSalle. They seem to need to be reminded of their love. And I'm not so sure uh, and and not so much need to be sure of their love. Um, and she she was laughing about the fact that uh, Jillian and Edgar were like, I've been here 24 hours and I, I've met a friend and I'm really opening up to them. Um, and she said that uh, Luke is as obnoxious as Thomas. So by the end of the season, we'll see which one uh, takes the crown. Ooh, and, okay, very oh, interesting. And she was also a bit, she was a bit disturbed by some of the outfits that the women were wearing um, for the reveals, like the single women, um, just for the simple fact that she didn't know about a uh, tasteful underboob. She was like, I've never seen a dress where the cleavage is underneath rather than on top. And I just think that goes to show you uh, that my mom is everything I said she is. She is, lives in Michigan and she's, she's uh, so wholesome. My father, yeah, she didn't even know about underboob, tasteful I mean, underboob. Also, like, here's the thing: I have nothing against underboob, but it's just mm-hmm. not something that would work for me personally. Yeah, in an outfit, yes. confi- I guess I could use a lot of tape would be involved in trying to make that happen. Yeah, I feel like you bounce a little hard in one of those dresses and, and it's not under boob anymore. It's just full it's boob, boob. You know, it's just boob. Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm way too, I'm way too afraid of that. Like, listen, I already dealt with tube tops as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need anything else that's not providing the support, the support think- and coverage. Yes, as as a woman who um, breastfed her children, I'm sure that that was also on her mind. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I thought you were about, about to say that. that you're a woman who breastfed her children, and I was like, since when? How have I known you so long, and I didn't know that you were a mother? I am not a mother. No, no, no way. <laughs> well, we're both mothers to this podcast. We are. This is our baby. This is yes. this is our baby. Um, uh, okay, so I did also. Oh, wait, do we have more Ma- Mary? Nope, that's it. Okay. That's it. So She'll I, be here I with did, us every week, guys. Amazing. Um, so I did solicit some thoughts from the Rob Has Awesome Patrons Facebook group, and truly, uh, most people are just agreeing that it was boring. Um, mm-hmm. Laura's excited to hear your mom's thoughts, so she'll be excited about Mary Corner. Um, Josh was asking about who you know IRL um, and what's about mm-hmm. the odds of a postseason interview. And I think that that probably entirely depends on how mean I am. Like, I think if I'm nice, we probably <laughs> could get it. But if I can't help myself, she might not want to talk to us and maybe I'll just be with Maggie. 
Yeah, I I do think and hope that by the end of the season, she will be willing to speak with us because she did reach out to me and said that she would be willing to talk to us. I told her it would probably have to be like a postmortem since we, you know, would want the overarching, you know, we journey don't get of spoiled all of either. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I but I do hope that she, you know, would be willing to at least speak to me. Like you said, Kirsten. Yeah, I'm I may um, need to be excused. Listen, I've been informed that sometimes <laughs> I can be a little mean. Uh and I'm I'm working on it. But if I you know, offend. I'm happy to step back and let Maggie have the interview. <laughs> but hopefully, everybody, fingers crossed that by the end of the season, Jill will want to talk to us. Yes. I think she will. Um, I think she and will. And so, I hope so. I can only hope. Mm-hmm. So, Allie Lasher, of course, famous Allie Lasher, without her, there would be no us, truly, uh, on this network. Amen. Um, she says, I ate it up. Call your shots who is lasting and who's straying. So, we both agree that every couple is going to have cheaters. But do we have mm-hmm. the confidence to call who we think those cheaters will be? I can, I, let's lock in our predictions. I have a prediction about every couple and we should okay. start and go down the list. So Jillian and Edgar, what is your prediction with them? First step? They will both cheat. Agreed. That is my prediction as well. Um, okay. What about Ash and Hanya? I think Hanya will cheat on Ash. So then Ash will like lightly flirt with the idea of cheating a la Erica, but never actually do it. I think they're both going to cheat. Ooh. And honestly, Hanya might have a threesome. (gasps) Oh my gosh, that would be wild. Especially because I feel like out of all of the main four guys, I do think that he's the least attractive one. Mm Mm-hmm. But then maybe and he's always, got charm. I mean, he's got something. Um, it's a big heart. A big heart. Oh, <laughs> Ashley and Lachelle. I think Ashley will cheat. I think, and this is I think, might be like a a spoilerly spoilery thing because in the trailer it looked like she was like full sobbing, saying like I didn't deserve that to him at the final bonfire. Um, but it also like appears as though there is some type of ring that they're like teasing. I see him lightly cheating, like kissing. Okay. I think like for both of them, I think they would probably kiss and then realize that like they have everything they're looking for at home, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I could, again, I could see both of them. I could see all eight of yeah. these people cheating. Um, actually, yeah. I feel like Iris probably is the least likely to cheat because I Luke has like made her feel so bad. I disagree. Actually, I feel like Iris is over Luke. Like this whole thing, I was like, she resents him and hates okay. him a little. I feel like Luke is going to cheat on her or like kiss somebody. So then, in response, she's going to hardcore revenge cheat on him with like multiple men. I see her just being like, screw you, Luke. And like hooking up with several men. Which would be fun for us. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know if I see that, but I do think that Luke will definitely cheat. Yeah. I mean, we know that much. I feel like it's a race to who's going to cheat first with this crew, honestly. Literally. (laughs) And, And I really do think you could just like spin a wheel and be like, 
Mm-hmm. That's as accurate as any prediction. For okay. sure. Okay. Well, that is it for questions for this week. So we did it. First did recap it, in the books. Um, Maggie, lovely talking to you as always. If yeah. people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at MLMorgan underscore and TikTok at the same handle. That's where you can find me. And um, also, I'm doing some Big Brother Canada updates this season. Um, so you can find me there as well, sporadically. Hell yeah. Um, and if people would like to hear more from me, you can hear me every week on my BoJack Horseman rewatch podcast, BoJack Horse Pod with Lindsay Wilson. Uh, Riverdale is actually back for real this weekend. So Mary and I will be talking uh, that over on Kowski Cast. That's cow with a K. Um, there is also Bridgerton on Post Show Recaps. The season one recaps are coming out, but next week season two drops. So we will have those recaps as well. I'm so excited. I need I know me just a good old fashioned love story. Like my heart needs it. And I and, know it's going to be a will they won't yes. they. Oh. And, and Maggie, the, the Anthony season of Bridgerton, I've read the books is like, uh-huh. Chef's Kiss, like the best book. So I think you'll really okay. like it. It's going to be so good. Oh, I'm um, pumped. It's amazing. Yeah. So there's Bridgerton over on Post Show Recaps, um, which is a new feed. So if you could go subscribe, that would really, really help us out um, with getting off the ground for season two. And you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. So uh, Maggie and I will be back next week to talk about Temptation Island season four, episode two. And we'll see you then. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.